This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit soul mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. Yesterday morning, you guys were jogging with me. You were driving to work. You heard from a very impressive 25-year-old named Justin Mayers. He sold his company Exceptional to Rackspace for 12 million bucks, and he just got a six-figure book deal. Good morning, Top Tribe. Nathan Latke here, tucked in the Appalachian Mountains. You're going to love our guest today. Talk about a big personality. I've got Haro founder Peter Shankman with us today. He is the best-selling, he, he throw this, throws this out there, hashtag serve author. He's a keynote speaker, angel investor, marketer NASA, uh, marketer, NASA advisor. He also is an Ironman, a skydiver, and most importantly, a dad. Peter, are you ready to take us to the top? Let's go to the top. Let's do it, brother. Okay, first... First question. I saw you on stage. Talk about a personal personality. I mean, holy heck, I think it was at a Vocus conference or something. I said, there's no way this guy would ever sell his company. There's no way he's ever going to work for anybody. Why sell Haro to Vocus, even though they were your biggest advertiser? Well, I still don't work for anyone. Let's clarify that right now. Um, you know, as, me, he, as he pops the bubbly in the background. Diet Pepsi, close enough. <laughs> you, you get two things in life. You either are a great manager or you're a great founder. And I'm a great founder. I'm really good at discovering ideas, starting companies, things like that. Once they get big, once they blow up, once they require management and uh, healthcare, put and numbers around that. Put how big? How many? How much in revenue? Um, you, you can Harrow, big. Uh, when I sold Harrow, we were doing a little under two million a year in revenue. Okay, and that was from my couch. Okay, and it got to the point where it's like, well, do I want to have to grow? everything like this up. Do I want to have to grow up? <laughs> Do I want to have to grow up myself, essentially? I've never been a fan of growing up. I like being a kid. Um, <laughs> and so for me, it came down to, do I, you know, I, I, could, I could hire the HR person, I could hire this, I could hire that, I could become a manager, or I could give the company to someone already with a built-in infrastructure that can help create the manager and do all that already. It doesn't necessarily have to be me. Got it. I love that. Now, let me ask you real quick. You, you're, you have your diet Pepsi, your diet Coke in hand. Your LLC that Haro was controlled by, I love this, was called Two Cats and a Cup of Coffee LLC. You literally were sitting on your like like couch building this business. With two overweight cats. With two, exactly over, <laughs> two overweight cats. I love it. You had, to, you had to sell. You had to sell advertising spots to pay for cat food. Exactly. You know, I mean, they, they, cats will kill you in your sleep if you don't feed them. There you go. So you sold the, you sold the business to Vocus. You're on your couch. NASA advisor, connect the dots. Uh, so I have ADHD massively. I never, I rarely do anything uh, without making five other pit stops in the middle. You know, like, okay, I want to get that soda. Oh, a pen. You know, <laughs> Squirrel. Um, exactly. So, so, you know, I, I was mentioning one of the Harrows years ago that uh, I had a cat named NASA. And I had a cat named NASA because I've always been a fan of the space program, but I've never actually been smart enough to be involved in it. And uh, someone from NASA happened to be a member of Harrow. They said, you know, we have this civilian advisory council and we need a marketing person. And um, it had to be great. And so I, I, I met with them. And the next thing I knew, I was on this commission. I was appointed by, um, by Commissioner Bolden, uh, who was appointed by, by Obama. And uh, 
I remember being at the first meeting, and they, uh, we were all introducing ourselves. And the guy to my left said, "Well, you know, I'm I'm the uh, I'm a three-time shuttle commander, and I have uh, you know, three command three three shuttle launches under my belt." And the guy to the right, said, "Oh, I'm the, the dean of aerospace engineering at Stanford." And I <laughs> just look at the table. I got, I, got, I got a cat named. I got Matt. my two fat, overweight cats here. Exactly. <laughs> I love that. So, so you you jumped on. I did. How, who, who turns down the government asking you for your help? Yeah, I love that. I think that's great. So, okay, so I want to I want to eventually get into ex- what you're focused on now. Somebody like you, you've already have success and you have ADHD. Those are like two things that should never go together because you can do whatever you want and distract the hell out of yourself. Zombie loyalists. Why write a book? Everyone says you just lose a lot of money. It takes a lot of time. Well, for me, I enjoy writing. I mean, I'm, it's one of the things I'm really good at. I really have a nice time with it. Uh, what was funny for me was the concept of... Um, of uh, you know, I, I, you get a year to do it or eight months to do it, and uh, within two two weeks left, the uh, the uh, my publisher calls us. Hey, two weeks left. How's the book coming? You know, you ready to go? I'm like, yeah, totally. Been cool. started. Done. Haven't done shit, right? So, <laughs> um, I booked a flight to Asia. Um, I sat down in seat two D. I wrote chapters one through five on the flight out. I landed in Asia. I didn't even clear immigration. I went to the lounge, had a soda, uh, took a shower, got back on the same plane. Same seat two hours later, wrote chapter six through 10 and came home. And you were done. I was done. That was my book. So I wrote my book in, in 31 hours and it was a bestseller. Probably the only, probably the only book written completely on a plane. It was uh, having to explain to immigration. Uh, they detained me because when I got back to America, because I, I didn't have a stamp in my passport from, from Tokyo. Um, I, you know, I, I went there and I never actually checked in. And so uh, as far as they were concerned, I was smuggling something. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Quick stop and bringing it on back. So walk me through the number one, you know, people, a lot of the listeners, the top tribe there, they are launching books. We've had uh, best-selling authors on, we've had publishers on as well. Folks like David Hancock at Morgan James Publishing in episode number 29. What would you say the number one thing is in terms of getting the book sold, a tactic you use to get the thing sold and move it? Uh, for me, it was building a website that said, um, you know, hey, buy X number of books. You can hang out with me. Buy this many books. We can have dinner. Buy this many books. We can have. I'll come to your office. Whatever it is. And um, I sold. Uh, the thing was all about the pre-sales because you know Amazon. The, the it's all about the pre-sales. And the day that the book goes live, you, you know, you can become number one. So I was number one in business. Uh, number one in uh, 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 marketing, customer service. I think number number two hundred twelve on Amazon. How many? How many sale? How many sales in day, week one? Uh, I don't have the numbers range. They, they never tell you. I think I sold somewhere around 9,000 books the first week. Okay. Does it still take about 9,000 in a week to get to the number one? The, on the New York Times, it's still 12,000. Mm-hmm. But, um, currently here in 2015 or, or back when you yeah, launched? I think so. Okay. I think so. But you know, at the end of the day, New York Times, uh, that's all this is kind of bullshit because then we could buy their way onto it. Can you really? Uh, yeah. There are companies that'll actually go out and buy. And then if you pre-order the books, they'll, make them delivered like to people all around the country. So it looks like they're single sales. It just games the system. Yeah. And so for me, it's like, well, shit, that's not even worth it. Yeah. I'd rather be top on Amazon. I'd rather have people who really like it. Interesting. Interesting. And so I want to get specific real quick. Do you still, by the way, by any chance have that landing page up that says like, Hey, loyalists.com with an S. Oh, okay. So it's still up there. Uh, wonderful. Um, so guys, what I'll do is I'll link to that in the show notes at nathanlacka.com forward slash the top 78. So you can see, it sounds like Peter, you kind of use tiers, like almost like somebody would use in Kickstarter. Do this, you get this, et cetera. Exactly what I did. Very cool. Very cool. Is that where you pulled the inspiration from? Or no, you just knew this would work. Uh, Yeah, no, I I knew, you know, the, the goal was to be able to create, create something that that people would want that would be beneficial to them and remind me self-published or not 
Um, it was not Paul, Paul Grave McMillan. Um, Interesting. Okay. Published it. Would you do? Would, you're. I'm sure you're gonna write another book. You, you know, you take plenty of plane flights, and it sounds like you pump out about one book per flight. So uh, next launch, self published or work with a publisher? Um, next launch, probably self published. Self. Interesting. Why? Uh, because I have an audience. I have a really, really big audience that I can get them to do things. And 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 you know, self publishing. You don't really need the publisher anymore. They didn't. Other than print the book, they didn't do anything for me. So I want to walk, I want to dive into this audience thing real quick. Are you define that specifically as email list you built from shankman.com? What's your, define your audience. I have an audience that from shankman.com. I have an audience that follows me on Facebook. I have an audience everywhere in the world. So, you know, for me, it's about, I just wrote a blog post this morning about that. It was about giving your audience what they want. So I wrote a blog post last week. I had a blog post and I had a, um, so let me back up. I have a series of masterminds. Um, about small business, how to create, uh, how, to, how to improve your small business. And last week, I wrote a blog post about them, and I wrote an email. I wrote an email in my newsletter about them, and I included real, um, you know, things that can help you, testimonials, things like that. And um, sold eight seats in less than twenty four hours. For and I, this is the forty five hundred. This is the yeah. how I earned forty five hundred in twenty four hours. Correct. Yeah. Correct. So this is this is why I want to ask about audience. I'm on your Twitter profile right now. You've got the tweet up. You have a Bitly link. I put a plus on the end of, under the Bitly link, and I see twelve hundred clicks in the past three hours. I imagine you're using the same Bitly link in Twitter as you are in your email, etc. But uh, no, that that Bitly link was Twitter and Facebook only. Okay, so Twitter and Facebook, twelve hundred clicks in three hours. Interesting. Walk me through when you see in terms of purchasing behavior, are you seeing your email list? Those people are buying more aggressively or less aggressively than Twitter followers, et cetera. Definitely more aggressively. No question about that. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, the audience is, uh, but, but here's the thing. It's not because the audience was, um, uh, it's not because I'm asking them to buy things. It's the reason they're doing it is because they, Believe in me because the other things that I give them are smart. I give them intelligence. You know, I give them um, things that can help them. You know, all of my blog posts are not, they're not salesy. They're, hey, this happened to me. I'd like to share it because it might be able to help you. And so that when I do, on the rare occasion, I do have something to sell them. <clears throat> they're actually interested in it. And they don't consider it as something that's uh, uh, BS. And the thing, guys, I'll link again to this specific blog post we're talking about in the show notes, but you are essentially selling, what is it, $1,500 seats to a to a in-person course you're doing? 600, close, 600. Oh, 600. And it's just literally a ticket to this hour-long event. Uh, yeah, pretty much. That's amazing. It's great. And is that what you're, inter- I mean, you don't need money. You've had a lot of success, but is that really what you're focused on selling these days? Oh, well, it's funny. I'm doing the masterminds and I'm selling them at a really, relatively cheap price because I want people to, I do believe that people should learn from them. And I really want people to learn from them. It's, for me, it's not about, uh, I'm not doing it for the, uh, for, the, uh, for the money. I'm doing it because I really believe there's a lot of things people can learn and, and their conferences, conferences nowadays are just way too expensive. No, I totally agree. Peter, I feel like a guy like you, you, you know what you like, you know what you don't like. Something must be annoying the hell out of you right now. What is that? Ah, Donald uh, Trump, the- right? Well, that's a given, but yeah, it's too hot in my office. What? No, what's annoying? What's annoying me right no, now? No, in the marketing um, world, in the marketing or oh, the marketing world, world or okay. online something. Yeah, because <laughs> it's being too hot in my office. Really <laughs> I can't um, fix that. <laughs> what's annoying in the marketing world? I think the people who companies who still believe that it's about advertising, marketing, it's about it's a companies that still believe it's about them telling people how awesome they are when in fact that doesn't work. No one cares how awesome you are if you're the one that has to tell them. You know, and I try to explain this to CEOs, and some of them get it. Some of them simply do not. It's the concept of, you know, going into a bar and seeing a woman saying, uh, you know, I am awesome. You should sleep with me. You know, and she's going to throw her drink in my face, go back to talking to her. Well, unless they like confidence, Peter. 
Well, yes and no. Uh, let's come on. Let's be honest. The chance of <laughs> chance of someone saying, "Sure, I'll sleep with you." If I say I am really a great in bed, you should come home with me. And I've done a lot of research on this. That's exactly what's going to happen. You, you, you've, done, you've, done, you've done real A/B testing, right? <laughs> but you know, on the flip side, on the flip side, if I uh, if I'm sitting there at the bar and a, you, I'm just sitting there playing, I don't know, whatever words with friends, and a girl sees me, holy shit, that's Peter Shankman. Oh my god, I am. Uh, I, I know him. You should totally go talk to him. At the very least, I'm getting her number, right? <laughs> she comes recommended. The new PR is not public relations. It's personal recommendation. Personal recommendation. I love that. Okay, Top Tribe. Sponsors are wanting to pay me a lot of money to get on the show, and I'm telling them all no because I don't want to waste your time. So help me out and go subscribe to the show in iTunes and then leave a rating and review. Peter, my heart is beating. You're a high-energy guy. We're getting to my favorite part of the show. Do you know what's next? I can imagine. Your cats are going to love this, Peter. It (laughs) is time for the Famous Five. Are you ready? Let's do it. Okay, number one, besides your bestsellers, which are great, we'll link to them in the show notes. Everyone should buy them. What is your favorite business book? Favorite business book is, uh, it's twofold. One is called um, uh, Raving Fans by Ken Blanchard, and that's all about... um, that's all about, essentially, that, that's what uh, was the first thing that ever, the first business book I ever read. I read in America Online and taught me about the customer. So I'm a big fan of that. And the second one is, of course, The Art of War by Sun Tzu. And you'd think the two are in complete diametric opposite because one is about how to win at everything. The other is about how to be nice about everything. But I, I, my logic is if you are nice, you don't need to uh, fight all the time. Okay, I love that. Number two, which CEO, Peter, are you following or studying right now? I have been a fan of Richard Branson since day one um, because I do believe that he really wants, really does want to make the world a little bit better. Um, and it's fascinating to see it from a negative side. I'm also learning everything I can about the CEO of Uber, the founders of Uber, Travis, um, those guys, right? <clears throat> yeah, because their whole their whole basis for starting the company was not nice. Their whole basis for starting starting Uber was the fact they wanted to get laid, and they've actually came out and admitted that. You know, and the things that the company does, the negative things the company does, it's fascinating to follow. It, it reads like a play by play of what not to do. <laughs> Well, something's working if you if you if you're only measuring well, by valuation, a, right? Well, something's because they have a ton of money. But you know, if you look at how much money they actually could have, in the respect that they go to, you know, they went. Could you imagine if they were in Las Vegas? How busy they would be if they were in Las Vegas? But why aren't they in Vegas? Because they walked into Vegas and they say, "Hey, we're Uber. Fuck you." You know, we <laughs> want we're Uber. We want to come in. We want to do whatever we can. Okay. And what happened? They, they had no idea how strong the cab lobbies were. Yep. Yep. In Vegas, and the camera's like, yeah, yeah, buddy. They just no, crushed them. Been, been doing this since the forties. You could have, you have a nice day there. The little door <laughs> had your ass on the way out. They did the same thing in India. That was nice, Peter. That was nice. Thank you, China. For Christ's sake, China's money is invested in Weibo. Weibo kicked Uber off. They could have owned that if they'd just been nice. Mm. So you know, I look at that as an opposite way. Did you get in early on Uber? I know you're angel investing. I'm not. In, no, I'm not. In, I'm not, never going to an Uber. I get in on nice companies. <laughs> you only like the night. What's your just real quick uh, most bullish investment right now? It's like pick a kid. Pick a cat. Namely. 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 Uh, namely. Namely.com. They handle um, it's it's HR in the cloud. Oh, interesting. And uh, you know, everyone's like, oh, well, Uber's sexy. And let me tell you something. I, I invested in Namely uh, as a first round angel, and they have a valuation of over a billion dollars right now. That's pretty sexy. It's amazing. All right, we'll link to that in the show notes as well. So again, next question is, what's your favorite online tool? Like Evernote, you probably would say Namely. <laughs> my favorite online tool, Uber, no, kidding. Uh, what's, <laughs> what's my favorite online tool? You know, I, I love my phone because my phone does everything I want. Right now, I'm a big fan of Google Shopping Express. Um, Google Shopping Express is a simple little app that and whenever I think about something, oh, I need that for the office, oh, I need that for home, I just go and I click on it. And when it gets like five or six things, it automatically orders it for me and it, it's there. It, it shows up in my apartment. 
It's the greatest thing in the world. Other than that, uh, I'm a huge fan of uh, XE.com. is an online currency exchange uh, in real time. And I use that because I travel over the world. Hmm. Um, and then the usual apps, United, uh, Starwood, Priority Pass, things like that. Love that. Okay. You're building an empire, Peter. You already have. You're having a lot of success. Yes or no? Are you doing this in a balanced way? Do you get eight hours of sleep every night? I actually do. I'm a huge, huge, huge fan of sleep. Single, uh, married, kids? Uh, I have a kid. I am married. I have a kid. I have a two-year-old daughter. Uh, she's pretty awesome. She actually sleeps through the night. She's been sleeping there for a couple of years. So she's she she cool. does what? She sleeps through the night. Oh, she's I thought you said she sleeps with a knife. And I said, what the hell is <laughs> Jesus? I knew Peter was crazy, but Lord. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's possible too. She's scared of the cats, right? Okay. Exactly. Two-year-old. Very good. And married. So, so you do, you, you usually get about eight hours. I am actually a huge fan. My, my wife uh, doesn't sleep at all, but I'm, I'm a huge fan of, I believe that you're better if you have your sleep. Yeah, there no you question. go. Now, Peter, how old are you now? I am 43. Okay, love it. 43 years young. Take us back 23 years. If you wish your 20-year-old self knew one thing, what would it be? Get your ass overseas. Before you get out of college, get overseas. There you and go. Just, and just study, live. I mean, Jesus, I have, I have friends now that are, that are in, uh, that are like, you know, in their 30s and they live in Chiang Mai, Thailand and their, their, their monthly expenses are one fiftieth of what I have. And they're making Jeez. the same amount of money. I'm just like, God damn it. If we have students listening to this all the time, they're like, it's the perfect market to hear this advice. Any travel hack you have to get to say China for less than a grand. Um, look at when, uh, I usually book my flights on a Tuesday morning for some reason that works for me. Okay. But, uh, you know, the biggest thing you can do is if you don't mind flying coach, just find the cheapest airline. If, and, and if you don't, if you want to not fly coach a lot, if you want to fly better than that, um, the number one tool is just to become loyal, become loyal to one airline and one, one, uh, airline program. There you go. Well, Peter, again, this is an amazing story. If people want to follow you online, where can they connect with you? My entire world is at shankman.com and all of my online on all of the socials. I am at Peter Shankman. Well, guys, there you have it. From two cats and a cup of coffee to a big sale to Vocus, best-selling books traveling the world. Peter, thank you for taking us to the top. Thank you. Pleasure was mine. Coming up tomorrow morning, guys, I speak with Brad Martineau. His brother fired him from Infusionsoft, and he'll do $3.1 million this year by selling $12,000 per person event tickets. Okay, Top Tribe, sponsors are wanting to pay me a lot of money to get on the show, and I'm telling them all no because I don't want to waste your time. So help me out and go subscribe to the show in iTunes, and then leave a rating and review. 